Welcome to the Captain Bagrat podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Konnichiwa, Opera Adam. Oh, hello. Jap- right. Japanese Madam Chan. Yeah, it's Japanese today. Or um, is it Ohio Gazamus as well? I think Ohio that might Gazamus. be. Yeah, I don't know how to say it properly. I think that might be Good Morning instead because they have the different times. Yes. Yeah. True. But Konnichiwa, I think, is the standard. Konnichiwa is standard. You'll yeah. get away with that. That's right. People know what you're talking about. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's happening on um, Unexpected Asia today? Uh, very close to Japan. I've got some news about BTS, the oh. seven-member boy band from Korea. Yes, who are very, very trendy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even in the West. In the West, yeah. yeah. And they just released their first song in English, completely Ooh, in English. Wow. Yeah. That's a huge move. Yeah, and it's their second language, obviously. So to sing in a second language is pretty cool, right? I know. I can't wait for that. <laughs> and um, I'm going to talk about somebody who is the reverse of that. and A person who holds the Guinness Book of Record for eating the most number of dumplings. Okay. And he ain't Chinese or Asian. Okay. Very exciting. Wow, that's um, that's a big feat for someone who's not from an Asian culture. I feel like my Asian roots are not really doing it for the country, yeah. for the world. Yeah, I need to start training, Madam Chen. <laughs> I know. And what's happening on Ponda Pondas? Ponda Pondas, we've got a good topic today. Um, Asia, is it the biggest or the largest continent in the world? Mm, good question. Yeah, we're going to unleash some pretty cool facts today. All right, all right. I'm excited. And then to end with Secret Asian, Asian-ish, I've got somebody, well, we'll do a game show, I suppose. Yeah. Um, somebody you should keep an eye out on, on the road with a yellow jersey. Okay. Mm, an Aussie. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm thinking like bike riding or something with the Tour de France. Or maybe somebody who just likes to wear a yellow t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or has some tie relations and like is getting a bit disturbed by the unrest that's happening at the moment. It could be that. Or they just like yellow because it's the color of Asians usually. <laughs> there are yellow shirts in Australia too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, supporting supporting the homeland. That's right. But more of that later. First up, we've got Unexpected Asia. Here we go. Yes. That's right. Guinness Book of Record. Yep. You'd think of being an Asian person, right? Yeah. Well, he's actually from Central Coast Australia. What? What? (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, so he holds the Guinness Book of Record for eating 30 dumplings, or shalombao, which is like, you know that Shanghai dumpling with yeah, the soup in it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, in two minutes. 30 in 30. two minutes. Yes. How did this guy train? Because there probably isn't really a proper shalombao, like restaurant <laughs> Yeah, no, in that the happened Coast. in 2017 when the city of Sydney held, uh, I think it was like a national dumpling eating day or something like that. Yeah. And they teamed up with Tin Tai Fong, so they got their yeah. Michelin star chef to make all these dumplings for everyone to compete. And yeah. this guy, let's, I guess we can reveal his name now, Isaac Harding Davis from yeah. the Central Coast. Yeah. He beat everyone. So there were Asians there competing. Yeah. There were Aussies with Asian heritage. There were women. There were men. There were probably kids as well. How did this dude, like, how did he get his training in? That's what I want to know. 
Yeah, I think he's been training for a while. Yeah. So he's had a lot of other records as well um, from the Central Coast, eating cheeseburgers, eating sushi platters. Oh, eating really? Pretty so much it's not anything. just exclusive to dumplings. Like he's got other, he's got some eating talents. He, he's he's a big feeder. <laughs> he's a big feeder. <laughs> he's a big feeder. <laughs> yeah, he spends a lot of time at the local KFC, like just and hug, as well. hug, hugging like buckets of chicken and, <laughs> and chicken nuggets. Down at the Ari. <laughs> Eating a chicken schnitty. Eating a schnitty. Schnitty. A, a, a Tuesday night special. <laughs> well, apparently he can eat a kilo of schnitty in three minutes and 34 seconds. Oh, man. I know. And so this happened at the Belmore Hotel, which is in the Central Coast, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And um, so he's been described as, he's he just went so quick and he's very tidy for a competitive eater. How could that be enjoyable in any shape or form? <laughs> well, apparently he does he does a lot of training beforehand, so he yeah. would drink loads of water the money uh, the um, morning yeah. beforehand to yeah. expand his stomach. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, and then obviously he would probably release that yeah. before the yep. the big eat off, and then okay. so then he apparently don't he doesn't chew. He goes the technique is not to chew; it's just to swallow like a pelican. Yeah, but like with a schnitty, it's like swallowing sandpaper. I know, because it's like deep fried and really crusty, yeah. like probably, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> like, throat. maybe munches on the edge bits and then like, <laughs> just to give it a bit of a... <laughs> I know. And he, he won a trip to Japan for eating 1.8 kilo of sushi platter in two minutes, in under two minutes, to be exact, one minute, 59 seconds. Wow, okay. I know, this guy is pretty amazing. So I can't wait for him to come to Chinatown. Do you hear that, Isaac? And I am going yeah. to have an eat-off with you. I'm going to try and beat your 30 shalong bar in two minutes. I'm going to do it. We need to find this dude, yeah. Yeah. And we'll challenge him. Well, I found him. I stalked him on LinkedIn. He, he's in the Central Coast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how you found out that he's well, in the Central Coast. You know, well, I, I even texted him. like, um, So he's he's looked back at my LinkedIn yeah. as well. Yeah. So now I'm like, come on. Someone has to make a move here. Well, at least you want him as a listener, right? Like after all that effort. <laughs> this is what this is the level of personalization we have to go to exactly. these days to get new exactly. audience. Because our audience is so big. <laughs> to get it even bigger, you have to go to like extreme levels of personalization. <laughs> Excellent. And what's happening over in uh, Korea? Um, so in Korea, there's uh, there's probably a well-known boy band you've heard of before, BTS, right? Yes. Seven guys, very well-groomed, So not super bacon tomato sandwich? No, no, no. Not bacon tomato sandwich. <laughs> These guys, um, they're amazing. And they're showing us that webinars can be cool, right? So obviously, they were going to have like a restricted um, size concert in Seoul. Oh. And they're like, oh, no, we don't want to perform to like a small group of people. It just won't be the same. Yeah. It doesn't have the same atmosphere, all that sort of stuff. So for their latest concert, which is called Map of Seoul 1. Oh, that sounds great. S-O-U-L. Um, they held a virtual concert um, just last weekend and it attracted fans from all over the world. And earlier in the year, they also um, broke the Guinness World Records for the most viewers of a live stream performance. So these guys have kind of got it down now. Yeah. And wow. um, this was their first paid online concert in June and they had 757,000 um, viewers, viewers from 107 different countries. Is that more or less uh, of the article that we did about those eels in Japan? Didn't they get like over 1 million or 2 million viewers it's, as well? <laughs> I know, it's nuts, isn't it? Like it's, um, it just shows you that like the depth of their audience is mm. so, um, so vast. 107, um, that's like half of the world's countries, right? Yeah, maybe even more, maybe even a bit more. more than half, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, a huge, a huge um, success for them and also for their management company, Big Hit Entertainment. 
Um, so they didn't they didn't say how many people watched the show this time, mm. um, but they garnered some 114 million real time what they call cheer clicks. So like uh, like you okay. know for them to like show support during the concert. Wow, that's a um, lot. So that's, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm surprised the system didn't crash. <laughs> yeah, I know. They must have stress tested it before. Um, but yeah, this, this band is, um, just keeps on going to hit new highs. So their, their last song or their latest song, Dynamite, mm. which is completely sung in English, their, their second language, um, is the first uh, or is one of their songs that, ta- that topped the Billboard 100, Hottest 100, um, just last month. And they reckon it's contributed something like um, $1.7 billion to the Korean economy, wow. like in like merchandising and cosmetics and all, like all the record sales and all of that sort of stuff. Korea's kind um, of famous for this, the, the way, you know, the, yeah, the, how, the how you like kind of the exporting mm. the culture and stuff. But I, I just thought that was cool. Cause you know, we're all, we're all going through like re- webinar hell now. Like oh, I'm so over webinars. I'm I've so had over enough. the 2D. I've, do- oh <laughs> I've done enough. I've done enough, but these guys have managed to put it on its head and um, make something good out of it. Excellent. Yeah. So, what 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 news have you got? Well, I've got news about where Zach. Where is Zach Efron? First of all, who is Zach Efron? Do you know uh-huh. Zach Efron? I th- I think so. This name sounds familiar. Yeah. So talk me through it. Yeah. So he's. I think he's probably like a a gen below us. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he's an actor and also a singer. He's very talented. Yeah. So he's from, from Hollywood. He started. You might know this movie. He starred in Baywatch with yeah. The Rock. Yeah, so yeah. So he was like the, the... The apprentice guy? Yeah, the the kid who was like too good for anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember him. Yeah, he was always trying to mess up. And he's also been in um, a nice uh, rom-com that I really enjoyed called The Lucky One. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So he was spotted in Sydney. Okay, like does he live here now? Yeah, apparently he lives here now. So apparently he might be living in Dover Heights. So he was spotted with his... Um, Byron Bay girlfriend over at uh, Catalina, which is over in Rose Bay. Yeah, yeah. Having lunch. Yeah. Yeah. But but Dover Heights, that's some serious stalking going on. Well, no, it's actually... You didn't friend him on LinkedIn as well, did you? <laughs> no. I wonder if he has a LinkedIn. It's probably not really relevant. I don't need a LinkedIn. I've been on Baywatch. Oh, that's and right. I was the rookie, you know. <laughs> yeah, so people thought he was going to be in Bondi or somewhere else, but yeah, it's pretty exciting. Maybe and... he's working as a lifeguard. <laughs> At Bondi Beach. Trained to be a real lifeguard. Yeah, he's a real lifeguard and soon you're going to see him on that TV show, like Bondi Rescue. (laughs) No, it it just turned up on my Facebook feed and then people were going, oh my God, Zac Efron's in Sydney. (laughs) Oh, wow. This is so exciting. So I got excited too. And then I did a little more research on him and um, apparently he was over in PNG just before the coronavirus Okay. Pandemic, yeah. What was so he, he doing was, over there? He was filming a new TV series called um, Killing Zac Efron, and he literally was killed, nearly killed. Oh, really? Yeah, so he somehow caught a disease, contracted a, um, oh, sorry, not disease, maybe an illness virus, uh, yeah. while he was out filming um, in the, the bushland jungles of PNG. Yeah. The whole point of the show is for him to try and live it tough over there. Oh. Yeah. And then oh, wow. he contracted so, a form of typhoid or bacterial infection and nearly oh. died. So they, they had to fly him to Brisbane. Who <laughs> bought the program? <laughs> wow, yeah. we nearly did kill Zach Efron. I yeah. Know. Oops. But, but now he's recovering in Sydney, so that's fine. Oh, wow. That's Welcome pretty scary. to Sydney, Zach. <laughs> well, if you don't die from like something in the bush, chances are you're going to get die of cannibalism or something like that in PNG, right? 
that still happens. <laughs> or in Australia, it'll be a deadly bite from a snake or a spider. Watch yeah. out for the redbacks. Or anything. Maybe a, a rabid dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although sea animals, they they seem to be you know uh, out there at the moment. You know, yeah. you know, there's no humans out there, so they've taken over the seas again. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so we got a really cool question today that we are pondering about. Yeah, ponder ponders. <laughs> Is Asia the largest continent? Or the biggest. Or the biggest. Yes. What, as in that could be different. It could be. How could How bigger you... or larger be different? I'm confused. That's right. So we're going to try and bust this. Oh, we're going to bust the myth. <laughs> okay. Well, I I, um, I was thinking about this like back in high school when you mm. do like early high school geography and you have to study and like they teach you like how many continents there are and all that sort of stuff. Do you remember any of that? Yeah, I remember that there's more than... Actually, was it between six or seven continents? Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. seven. I, I, I couldn't remember. But yeah, seven, there's seven yeah. continents. And I couldn't really uh, fathom the idea of Antarctica being a continent because I'm like, there's no people on it. <laughs> like, yeah, how does that work? How does that work? Yeah. Um, and also, um, did you know which continent Australia is part of? Isn't Australia part of Asia? Depends on who you consult. Exactly. But according to my sources, it's its own continent. Oh, Oceania, whatever it's called? Yeah, well, Oceania is kind of like the region. I guess it's the region and it could be the continent. Mm. But um, I did a little, I had a little bit of a look into this and there were, it's, it's, actually, um, it's actually called Sahul. So from the Sahul Shelf. Okay. Um, which is part of the continental shelf that joins Australia, Tasmania... New Guinea, and I think part of um, PNG as well. Oh, wow. I didn't know this. Wow. Yeah. So, and a little bit of Indonesia. So, yeah, we are situated in the geographical region of Oceania. But if you want to be technically correct, I think the continent's called Sahul. Amazing. So kind of I learned cool, today. Yeah. Sahul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of having the biggest or largest uh, size in terms of population, I think Asia... Depending on how you define it, whether you include Australia or not, yeah. or if you include some of the Middle Eastern countries, because sometimes it's a little bit blurry when it comes to you know the cusp of Asia. Apparently, it's four point six billion people in are, Asia. In wow. Asia, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sixty percent of the world's population. Wow. So when you say biggest, you mean biggest is mm. in population size. Yeah, that's how and I then largest is yeah. in largest is in land mass. Ah, oh, okay, I get you. Yeah. Right. Okay, I get you. Yeah, I mean, it's not the biggest when it comes to the most number of countries on the continent because I think yeah. Africa's got about 54 defined states by the UN, yeah. whereas Asia has 49 UN states okay. um, and six sort of independent slash blurry states. Yeah, blurry. Mm. Like, okay, like Brunei or something like that. Brunei? Is it blurry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's two parts to Brunei, isn't there? Possibly. Would that count as one or two? <laughs> well, I, don't I don't hear Brunei as um, on its own. 
Yeah, Brunei. I think Borneo. I think that's uh, because there's a th- uh, three yeah. different countries on Borneo, the island. Yeah, that's which right. Is, uh, Brunei, you got Indonesia, and you yeah. got Malaysia. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Sorry, I'm getting confused there. <laughs> all, but, the, all the bees, all the bees <laughs> yeah. in the world. But back back to back to Asia again, and mm. I think it is in fact the largest continent in the world because mm. um, it's got over sixty two thousand eight hundred kilometers of coastline. That's huge. Wow. That's a lot of beaches. Yeah. And rocks and all sorts of stuff. But not as nice as Australia, right? Yeah. <laughs> I still call Australia home but when isn't it, it comes Isn't to it funny? Like, Australia has... So, uh, Asia has so much coastline, yeah. yet water sports is not really a feature of, like, their culture? No, it isn't. It's usually more like rafting in rivers and fishing. Yeah. And anything that's... Yeah, all the water-based stuff is all kind of inland... Ish, I guess. Could it also be because, like, some in some of the water areas, it's actually really cold, so they can't do maybe. water sports. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or yeah, or it's just not ideal for swimming. Yeah. Well, they do have the tallest mountain in the world. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. That's not big or large. <laughs> so the other interesting thing I found out is the idea of a place called Asia actually came from um, a concept from Greek civilization. Oh, do tell. So it might not correspond to exactly um, the continent as we know it, but it mm. was like a way of describing like a, like a far off trading partner. Mm. And obviously the Greeks were like into trading and that was how like civilization became so powerful. Is Asia the biggest like power when it comes to GDP? I would probably have I, to say, if you added them together, yeah. yeah, for sure. Like something like, what is it? 30% 30 or 40% of the world's output actually comes from Asia. Asia. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> and, a large portion of it. <laughs> and if you look at it geographically, mm-hmm. like in terms of continent size, it's over 17,139,445 square miles. That's a so big that's, number. Almost thirty percent of the Earth's total land mass, amazing, is in Asia. So that's pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting, awesome. hey. And there's another fact. Um, it's the, the this particular country in of, of all the continents has the most number of neighbors in Asia as well. China. That's right. So China yes. borders fourteen other countries in Asia. Isn't that insane? That is. That's a lot of um, juggling. Yeah, that's a lot of borders to have disputes over. <laughs> and try and, you know, it's like, hey, let's let's talk about this. Let's have some Chinese green tea. Yeah, see yeah. if we can sort this out. Yeah, you, you want some like stir-fried Kung Pao chicken or something while we talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> what other stereotypes can we throw in there? <laughs> Maybe a beer. <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm not sure the Vietnamese see it the same way or or any of the other 13 other neighbors, to no, be honest. No, so that's a lot of diplomatic uh, relationships that you have to try and maintain and, um, yeah. a, a, you know, hold it at a peaceful and, level. A, yeah, um, and to, and to um, a, yeah, and to police and mm. to, like, you know, maintain. That's That takes a lot of resources, right? Absolutely. Hmm. And so I was thinking, well, since we're doing someone, a country that borders another country in Asia, and yep. we have a bit of a theme with... Um, Korea. We do. I'm giving you all the hints now. So today for Secret Asian, Asian ish. What's the password? Captain Bagrat. Come in. This yeah. person is obviously Australian, but has Korean heritage. Ooh. Wears a yellow jersey. Too. I like. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready for Game Madam? Yeah, okay. Let's go. Game <laughs> okay. Madam. Game Madam. <laughs> Stop the master. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Clue number one. 
This person was born in Sydney on the 11th of July, 1994, to a Korean mother, Cassandra, and Australian father, Mark. And when he was 10 years old, he got a bike for Christmas, and this prompted him to compete. Everybody, every boy in Australia gets a bike for Christmas. <laughs> How is that going to be any different than this dude? He's pretty fast, okay? He doesn't really narrow it down very far. <laughs> well, clue number two, I am fast. My style, Australian road and track bike bicycle racer i'm a sprinter so i'm similar okay. to mark cavendish so i take an extremely low position so that gives me aerodynamic advantage okay so like head down handlebars yeah. sort of yep. thing yep. he's not like one of those olympic cyclists that do the peloton thing i love that like oh. you know in the olympics where they do that lap yeah, thing the lap. and they tag each other in that one's cool but it's not him right the, uh, no, no 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 okay keep going he's a track guy all right Clue number three, I still have time to change nappies and share the load with my wife, Ryan, and my daughter, Lily, in Monaco. Okay, so he lives in Monaco, but yes. he's Australian and his mum's Korean yes. and his dad's Aussie. Yes. Okay. He is a mixed bag, isn't he? Yeah, that's <laughs> But pretty awesome. And then clue number four, underneath my jersey, you'll find my ink. I have a tattoo um, in Korean and the birthplace of my mother. Okay. Still nothing? I still don't. Okay, okay. Clue... I think if I haven't got it by now, I'm going to really <laughs> struggle. All right. Okay, so clue number five is, yes, I have done Tour de France. I'm doing it right now, in fact. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. As soon as you said yellow jersey, I was like, Tour de France. Yeah. Okay. But I've, I've blanked out You've on blanked any out. of the things. All right. It's Caleb Ed Ewan. Okay. All right. He's I quite st- young. Okay. I don't, I don't know him. Yeah. No, but he's doing really well for Australia. Okay? He's competing in the, at the mm. moment. Yeah, so he ended the 2019 season with 11 wins for his wow. um, yeah for his brand team, what you want to call it. And yeah. so that was like a lot better than what they uh, had expected. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Wow, that's really cool. All right. I, so... I need to watch some news and actually get up to date <laughs> with what's going on with the Tour de France. Maybe go out there and do some cycling. You never know. You might see... Uh, yeah. Him. I actually yeah. saw Cadell Evans' car go through um, one of the cities that I was living in. Okay. I was following it going, because it said Cadell and it had massive bikes on Yeah, bike things on the top. Like, it has to be him. Seriously. <laughs> Talking of all this cycling stuff, Madam Chan, it's time for me to get on my bike. All right, right away. <laughs> Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce, and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.